Well, got at least one more in us um, uh, in our series, My Peace. Praise God. Anybody use a little bit more peace? You guys all topped out. You guys all, you guys are full. Anybody? I think we could use another dose. That's what we're going to do. Praise God. Uh, go ahead and look at John 14, 27. John 14, 27 is our text uh, in the New King James. We'll look at that first. You guys go ahead and turn there. When you see me looking at the sheet, I got all these you know, printed on the sheet, but uh, in some different versions and stuff. But um, John 14, 27. Go ahead and lay your eyes on it. It says, peace I, this is Jesus, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus said, my, or peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I want to read that in a, a couple other translations. Uh, the Amplified Classic, we'll go ahead and put this up on the screen too. Because there's a new Amplified, in case you didn't know been around for a little bit. So this is what used to be just the Amplified, but I like that version, so I use that. It's the classic now. You know, like Coke? Anybody calls around when they tried the new Coke? Yeah. I'm not saying anything bad about the Amplified new. I'm not making that correlation, but... Because, I honestly, I haven't read it enough. But I, I know a lot of this stuff in the Amplified, so I like that, and I, I think it's good. But you know how Coke, they tried the new Coke? It did not go well. They tried to be like Pepsi. It was, more, it was sweeter and everything. Well, then they reintroduced what was Coke was now Coke Classic. But it was the same stuff. Or I guess it was the same stuff. That's what they said. But, so now that was Classic. So now the Amplified used to just be the Amplified. Now it's the Classic. So this is what was the Amplified. It had changed. It's the same thing. Just the Classic. So it says, peace I leave with you, my own peace I now give and bequeath to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Look at this. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed, and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. Woo! Is right. He said, do not, he said, let's go back and read the whole thing. This is Jesus speaking to us. Peace I leave with you, my own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. So he's saying, don't let them be troubled. Don't let your heart be afraid. And then, as the Amplified does, it amplifies what he's talking about here. Stop allowing yourselves, notice the way it's said there. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. 
And do not permit yourselves to be fearful. Do not permit yourselves. Well, if you don't permit something, that means you can stop it. And like we've talked about, that's not like a condemnation weight on you. Well, I know I'm supposed to stop. It means that we have the ability more than we realize. So many, I think we, we make it too big in our head, and the devil will help you and try to be like, yep, there's no way, and now, you know, you're getting preached at saying you should stop it. Uh, and he'll try, to, he'll try to flip it and be like, that's too hard. What? And he tries to drive people to try to drop all that, when really, we have much more power than we think. The reality is, we just need to know what Jesus, Jesus said he gave us his peace, his peace Bequeathed, us, bequeathed it to us, gave it to us, and it is much more than what we probably understand a lot of times. And if we understood, it's like, this is not a big thing. This is something we just need to flip more in our understanding than actually try to work up. It says, do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. Don't permit yourself to be intimidated. You know, you have the opportunity to to determine whether you want, that you're going to allow somebody to intimidate you. Nobody can intimidate you unless you allow them to. Well, that person, they're just intimidating me. No, we're allowing ourselves to be intimidated. Because if we understand who's in us, uh, there's no contest between who's in us and them or whatever's motivating them. It's not a contest. If we understand we have the greater one, that's not just something we say, but it's the word of God to us and it's real. You know, we were talking about God being awesome earlier. God is awesome. He is the creator of the universe which we just keep, just we get a glimpse. When we say these things, I think some of this, we've heard it uh, enough that it just, it doesn't really register. I mean, the world is big to us. Just going around this earth is a long trip, and it is so tiny. And God created everything, yet that God knows you, and that God is in you, and that God is on your side. Well, there is an overwhelming presence with you then, regardless of who's aligned at the... I don't care if they're most powerful human on the planet. They're nothing. This is a tiny planet, and God created it all, and He said He's on in us. So who could intimidate you if we knew that? It's about our, it's our understanding. It's not so much about what's going on. It's about flipping something on the inside to realize who we have that is with us. He said, don't permit yourselves to be fearful, to be intimidated, to be cowardly. What does that mean? We're not stepping up to the plate. We are shying away. We are running away. Well, why would you run away? Because you think whatever you're facing is too big. Well, that would mean you're not in peace. All these things are, you know, we're talking about peace here. You're not in peace when you're intimidated. That is fear. That is unsettled. Like what it says here in a moment. Cowardly, you're not, you're not in peace when you're cowardly. Cowardly doesn't mean you ha- don't have the ability to do something. It means you're not acting on what you have or not using what you do have. 
In other words, a, 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 a person that is overwhelmingly bigger physically could act cowardly in a situation just as much as somebody that was inferior physically. It doesn't really have anything to do with the size. It has to do with the heart and it has to do with how we behave. So sometimes we look at a situation and think, see, in our mind, we think this is too big or this, anybody would be scared, but that's not true. It's, it's how we look at the situation and the more we're just, we realize what God has given us through Jesus, the more we step up, cowardly is not godly. Cowardly is fearful. Cowardly is, I can't do anything here. But that's not true. When you, when you see a depiction of somebody being cowardly, it is somebody that's running away from a situation that they should be facing. It has nothing to do with their ability to face the situation. It has everything to do with their attitude toward the situation. And like I said, you could have somebody that's big and strong, quote-unquote, on the outside, acting cowardly. They won't face something. And in our case as Christians, when we're letting life or a person push us around, it's because we don't understand what God has given us. And when Jesus said He gave us His peace, this is not some little dab of psycho psychological peace. Something that's just going to give you a fix for a little bit. This is the Almighty. This is the Son of the living God. When He said peace, this is not, you know, uh, low-grade peace. This is not just Mickey Mouse peace. Nothing against Mickey Mouse. That's just a phrase. Somebody's a big Mickey Mouse fan. This is not, you know, play around toy peace. This is industrial strength, heavy duty, military grade peace. This is the heavy duty stuff. I was looking at a piece of hardware the other day and there was standard. And there's heavy duty. Well, in this world, we may need some heavy duty peace. Well, Jesus knew that. Jesus knew what we would need. He, he came and showed us how to do it. They tried to throw everything at him and he would just shove it back in their face. He was not intimidated. Jesus was never intimidated. He had people that wanted to kill him on the front row, and he wasn't intimidated. He'd just go on preaching and healing people anyway. They were like, I knew you were going to heal. What do you think I was going to do? What are you going to do about it? No, he didn't say that. We don't see he said that, but essentially his actions were like, and? And? And he kind of said that. He was like, which of you? If you're... Your animal fell into a ditch. What, which one of you are not going to rescue it? So he's kind of throwing it back in their face. And? Yes, I healed. And? What you going to do about it? Jesus walked in peace and he said, I'm giving it to you. Now look at it in the Living Bible. You can't look at it. We'll put it up on the screen. Did you, were you able to get that? What's that? You able to get it? Cool. She had to put that in manually, so thank you. I am leaving you with a gift, 
peace of mind and hearts. And the peace I give isn't fragile. Like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. I like that. It isn't fragile. The peace I give is not fragile. Well, you know, I got Jesus' peace, but first little thing that comes up, boo! I know I'm supposed to be a Christian, but boo! Just go, you know, blew it all. I had a good day going, but at 8.15, somebody said something to me, and that ruined it. That is fragile, you, you know? God's peace, Jesus' peace, is not fragile. You know, they put fragile on the side of a box that, you know, is shipping, something getting shipped, that means handle this with care. You can't throw it around. But God did not give us fragile peace. He did not give us little, got to be very gentle. You know, if you, I, I'm at peace when I'm on vacation and just ate at my favorite restaurant or just had mom's home cooking and nobody talks to me and I don't read any emails and I got my phone off and I've been, in, you know, other than eating the meal, I've just been in front of the TV watching my favorite movies and nobody's bugging me. I'm at peace. But if anybody talks to me or even asks me to do anything, I mean, I can't handle that. Well, that's pretty, that's fragile. That's super duper little itty bitty ridiculous fragile. But Jesus said, I have not given you, I've given you a gift. I like the way this says, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and hearts. So I've given you a gift of peace of mind. But it's not, it says, this peace I give isn't fragile like the peace the world gives. See, the world will promise certain things you know, uh, about peace. And if we're not careful, even in Christian circles, if our peace that we're talking about isn't based on the Word of God, it's not Jesus' peace, it's some counterfeit. And so it can sound good, and it could even could be coming from a Christian source, but if it's not based on the Word, then it's not based on the peace that Jesus has actually given, which means it's much more fragile. And Jesus said, I didn't give you any fragile peace. I did not give you peace that would blow up at the slightest little thing. We have been given peace that is on the same order as the God who gave it to us, and the magnitude of Him is the magnitude of peace that we have. And like I said, that is super high grade. There isn't a higher grade of peace. This is rock solid, completely immovable peace. Because God himself, it's, it, he said, I give you a gift. In the other translation, it says, I'm giving you my peace. Well, who has better peace? Could you go down the street and get a higher grade of peace than Jesus? No. There is none. There isn't anything higher. That is what we have been given. We have been given. Everybody say, have been given. So is that something you still have to kind of grasp for? 
If you've been given a gift, like let's say you got a gift at Christmas, are you still trying to, you know, obtain it? Hopefully not. I had some gifts given to me at Christmas, and we, some of them were edible, and we ate them, and they didn't make it past Christmas Day. I didn't have to try, well, I'm not still trying to get those gifts. We don't need to try to obtain something that's already been given to us. Jesus gave us this, and so each person, whether we know it or not, as a Christian, has been given this caliber of peace. So instead, see what happens, is we're looking in situations like I don't have it, and see the temptation will come to get out of peace. And because the temptation comes, and we have a thought that isn't peaceful, what we say is, in our minds, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I thought I was at peace, or that ticks me off, and instead of squashing it and putting it down and moving it aside and saying, no, I have God's peace, and I am not going to get out of it, and fighting back, we crumble and then act like, well, I just, I couldn't help it. That contradicts everything we read in the scripture. It contradicts the fact that God said, you don't permit it. You don't permit yourself to be cowardly. You don't permit yourself to be intimidated. You don't permit yourself to be fearful. And it contradicts the fact that God, Jesus said, I've given you super high quality peace. So if we run into a situation and we let it topple us, then we're not understanding that it's in our control and that we actually already have ultimate peace. There is no higher level. You know, I played video games when I grew up some. A lot different than the video games they have now. But you know, you would go, you'd try to go and make it to the next level. And then you'd, you know, you want to clear the board, you get, you know, like Pac-Man and stuff, you got to make it to the next level. And make it to the next level. And that's what a lot of the games were. You just kept going up the levels. You know, board, you know, 32, 33, 34. You got points, but a lot of games I played, you didn't really care about the points because it was just if you got to the next level. Well, there are no more levels of the peace that Jesus gave us. In other words, you can't up. Now, you can up in what you're walking in, but you can't say, I don't have it. We have it. Everybody in here, because you're all Christians, you all have, we all have, the highest grade peace there is in the universe. You can't go anywhere else and get more peace. You have it. You don't have to try to get it. We have it. We have it now. We have it. You can't, there's not some shop set up somewhere where you could go and like, you know, get it. And there's not a bunch of super little jump, you know, like uh, little secret moves you can make to get and get into the new you know, hidden board of new peace, higher peace. You know, they had those in video games too. You'd clear all the boards, but then if you did some weird move or something, you could jump into this thing that nobody had seen, or maybe very few people had seen. There isn't anything like that. The God of the universe, the Son of the living God, said, I gave you my peace. Though there's nothing that's better. And everybody in here has it already.
has it. And it's not fragile. Not fragile. So, we have the opportunity to walk in this super highest grade peace every moment of every day of our lives, period. We have it. It's ours. And Jesus said, just don't permit yourself to get out of it. Amen. That's good news. So when something pops up tomorrow or at, you know, after the service, we have a choice as to whether we're going to believe that. No, because what you know what the devil will tell you? You just heard a good message on peace and see, you can't even walk it. You're losing your temper right now. But it's a choice. We, we'll, we'll have the temptation to get flustered. And right, this is where the battlefield, we talked about it several, uh, you know, an earlier message. But in our mind, we have the opportunity to either take it and believe the circumstance or believe what God said. But we have, there, there is nothing higher that you can obtain. And the more we act like that's true, the more we actually walk in what we already have. The more we realize what we have, the more it's going to become reality in our lives. If we think it's out there and it's grasping, you know, well, so-and-so does it, but I just, I don't know how to, I just can't, it's, I'm trying to obtain and I try to keep my cool, but I just, it's all lies. Those are all lies. I mean, just cut through it right now. None of that's true. Otherwise, Jesus lied. So the good news is, all of us has the opportunity to walk in the highest peace any human being is walking in on the planet now. It's not something that, well, you know, I got the bad batch. Jesus, I mean, he gave me peace, but I don't know. I got this... I got the crumbs out of the bag or something, because when I try to walk in it, it's like, you know, fragile, just like he said. I don't know. I mean, I try to walk in peace, and then somebody says something, and boom, I just get ticked, and I can't do anything. I don't, that's not true. That's acting like God just doesn't like you. And that's, see, that's another thing. And the devil will say, yeah, I mean, you know, so-and-so could do it, but you can't. And the fact is, he's telling everybody the same thing. It's just a matter of, are we going to listen to him? Praise God. God is faithful. He is good. He is faithful. Not fragile. Look over at Joshua 1.9. Joshua 1.9. Actually, we'll go to 1.8. I meant to say 1.8. Go 
192. It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, this is these, these people didn't even have the Spirit of God living on the inside of them. Yet, they were not born again. Yet, the concept here is putting in to action, putting into practice what God has said and acting on His Word, thinking about what He said, and that's the way that we're going to have good success. Verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. So when we're talking about peace, and we're talking about it being high-grade peace, absolute top-grade peace, the way we're going to act on it and work, make it active is by thinking like God thinks here, saying what He says in your mind, out of your mouth. When these things come, we're going to have to act and decide, I have, I have the peace of God, and He said I could act on it. He said not to permit it. So when I am going around thinking on what Jesus said, then I'm going to start acting on what Jesus said, and I'm going to start experiencing more of the peace that I already have. In other words, I have, you know, if this represents all the peace, even though it's pretty much infinite, but if this represents all of it, I'm only going to act, I'm only going to experience as much as uh, I act on. Just because I have this, Jesus also said, don't permit it. Well, the more I realize what he said and that I have it, I am going to start changing decisions. I'm going to start changing reactions. And the more I do that, the more I'm going to walk in that peace. Well, how am I going to change a reaction? If I've done it the same way, we talked about it several messages ago, I'm going to have to change my mind. How, part of the way I'm going to do that is just going over what he said. Everything we've gone over up till now in this message, if we'll just tell ourselves in the face of a problem, no, I got the top grade piece. I already have it. And he said I could act on it. And he said I don't have to be intimidated. So you know what? I'm not. I'm going to stay cool. And your mind may be wigging out. And flip, but then we have a, we're tempted. And this is, like I said, is where people break, they associate or confuse uh, temptation with yielding to temptation. Just, we're all tempted. We're tempted to get out of peace. That's not the same as getting out of peace. Tempted to go in a certain direction that's against God's word is not the same as yielding. So when we have the word of God going over and over, when it says, you shall meditate in it day and night, it means we're thinking like he thinks. We're saying, no, no, I got the top grade thing. No, I have it. I have. The more you say I have it, when something comes, you're not going to freak out. 
You're going to have some stuff you've been meditating on to where there is some substance there that can push back against the, the uh, attacking force. The situation that looks bad. It says that you may observe. See, meditate in it that you may observe to do. So when we talk about God, Jesus saying, don't permit it. Well, that's the doing. We need to meditate on the fact that he gave it to us. We need to meditate on the fact that he said, I could not permit it. So that means I have the ability. It's not that big of a thing. We need to meditate and think that way and think about it before the challenge comes. Because if we wait till it comes up and we've been thinking how, you know, on every other little thing and that challenge comes up, it can flatten us. But if we're going around thinking, nope, I mean, if this is a, if a deal, if, if we've had been out of peace for a while, this is something we need to meditate on a lot. Just be going around all day saying, I, I have Jesus peace. I have top grade peace. It's already in me. I don't have to obtain it. I have it now. He gave it to me and he said I could use it. So therefore, it's not a big deal for me to use it. It's not a big deal for me to stay in peace. It's, it's, it's the way I operate. I am calm. We, that is meditating. That is thinking along his line. The more we say that, see, we're actually changing the way we're reacting in our mind to things. And then it says that you would be able to observe, to do. That means when the challenge comes, instead of yielding flat out to the temptation, it starts changing to where we are. Wow. That situation came, and I stayed in peace. I walked in the peace that Jesus already gave me. He said, then you're going to make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. And he said, have I not commanded you? Be, of, be strong and of good courage. Does that sound like cowardly? You know, Jesus said, don't be cowardly. Don't be intimidated. Don't be fearful. Don't be unsettled. Don't do it. Well, this is the same thing. The word's coming saying, be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. Be strong said, do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. Does that sound like the same thing? For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And this is the crux of everything. Jesus gave us his peace. The Spirit of God is in us. That is the key. Knowing that and going over that and being convinced of that is the key to then staying and walking in the peace of God because we are convinced that there's nothing to be upset about. Because that's the bottom line. When we are intimidated, when we're unsettled, when we're fearful, we are not convinced that God can get us through the situation we're facing. Period. We are afraid of what's going to happen. If there isn't anything that's pushing on you, like we said, if you're on vacation and you're not looking at anything, you're not afraid of the next thing happening because that's a root beer float. <laughs> or that's a hamburger. Or I'm going to chill with my favorite. You're not afraid of what the thing is. And so you're able to just be like, yeah, 
It's cool. I'm cool. But when the next thing looks like it could be major deal, now, well, what, what if that happens? See, the what it, see, now, is God with me? Where, where does that convincing come? Well, we, we start looking at that versus the situation. We start looking at what God said. Wait a minute. Jesus is here. God in His Spirit. He is in me. See, I mean, what we're reading here in the old, with Joshua, where God is with you wherever you go, you go, He's not in them. They didn't, Jesus had not left them His peace. They didn't even have what we have. And yet God still said, you be courageous, you go into battle, and you, God is with you wherever you go. And you're going to be successful. And these were old covenant people. We have the spirit of the living God on the inside of us. Jesus said, I gave you a gift. It's not fragile. It's not small. I've given it to you. And we can walk in that all the time. All the time. All the time. All the, see, some, our minds are going, no, not all the time. No, all the time. And that's what we have. We can start saying, I walk in peace all the time. I am calm. I walk because God is with me. God is for me. God is at my side. He is helping me. He is my strength. He is my peace. Saying that, just meditating on it, looking at a situation and deciding, this is how I'm reacting. I'm reacting as if God was really in me and as if he was actually the king of the universe and actually as if he had all the answers. And when we really believe that, there is that top grade piece there because Jesus is not rattled by anything. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.